This Sala, here you are on a plane. This is the Rich Eisen Show. On the air now. For some reason, I have, a, I have a need to help this work for you. No, you have 12 reasons. Sent. No, no, no. I don't need to be so obvious. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. <laughs> As we text him on the air. <laughs> Safe flight. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up. Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, can confirm. And there I am on screen now to confirm it. Uh, here on the Roku channel, I am Rich Eisen. This is the show with my name on it. Um, and pleased to have you here with us in hour number three. So much going on. I mean, it's kind of funny how when NFL Network started 20 years ago, people were asking me, what are you guys going to talk about when there's no <laughs> games? Are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. Were you worried about that at all? Uh, I was. I'll be honest. Uh, everybody was at the NFL yeah, Network. Yeah. You know? And then um, and then we realized th- there's nonstop stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be people like uh, a coach at USC who would come in and chat with us every now and then and would take my, uh, my analyst with me. And his oh, name is now Pete Carroll, the <laughs> head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, kind enough to join us here on this program. How are you doing, coach? What's up, Rich? You remember that? Well. Remember happening? that? Remember that back in the day? NFL Network was just starting. You were there at yeah, USC. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah, I thought I thought it was, uh, we had a great idea. We tried to do that years before that. Uh, Pat Kerwin and I we tried to figure out how to get a TV network. Is that right? Football. I didn't know yeah. that. Pat, Pat had the idea that people would want to listen to this stuff, and <laughs> and sure enough, it's still going. It's nonstop. I mean, do you pay attention to stuff that has nothing to do with your teams and all the headlines and news? Do you get caught up in that um, yourself? No, no, I don't. I I kind of let that kind of just wash over the the media ranks i don't care that much about all that stuff but uh, what other teams are up to what are the teams are doing that, that oh, is that I mean, anyone? yeah we'll listen to stuff but it depends if it's coming from the teams or if it's coming from the guys <laughs> on the radio <laughs> yeah. well i mean this radio show is different though pete right when you uh, say of course, that? this one is yeah, of course. <laughs> uh how has the combine changed in the 14 years now that you've been part of it with seattle and, uh, and then the years yeah, before all that changed, too you know, i mean it has changed quite a bit the the, the time frames in it were uh we, we had too much downtime, you know. We, I think there's three different mornings. We didn't have anything to do until 1 o'clock, you right. know, as, as far as seeing players and stuff like that. So there was just a lot of quiet time. Um, that You know, that, I'm not real good at quiet time, you know. It's not my <laughs> best. Right. So uh, anyway, but um, yeah, it, it seems that's stretched out a little bit more. I think it's better for the players, and I think their time frames are a little more consistent. You know, they're working out at the same times more so, and, and uh, I think I, I'm not sure about that, but it seems like it's, it's spaced out well for them. It's not great for the guys showing up. Uh, coaches, no. What was your first combine? Was it back when your your oh, first crap, your first gig with the Bills in '84 or something like that? Was that what it I was? Don't, I, they, they probably didn't send me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I got hired after probably after the okay. draft. Even uh, I don't know. I, I was I was hired pretty late there. So in the Vikings in the '80s or with the Jets in the early '90s? Is that when you first? Yeah, showed yeah, it would have been the Vikings way back then. Jeez, yeah. and things have definitely changed since then. So uh, let's just jump into, I guess, the here and now um, and the signing of Geno Smith. Um, and what what do you think that means for your team in terms of seeing a guy? I know your guy who says always compete. It's everywhere in your building. It's always in your phraseology. And the fact that he stuck around and competed and now he's paid in the manner in which he's paid. Walk me through yeah. what you think that means. Pete. Yeah, he, he he really 
he really did, has done it all with this, this, you know, hanging all of these years. We always loved him. I mean, he was fun to have on the team. He was always a talented guy. We could always see that, but he just couldn't couldn't get a chance to play because, you know, the QB started and Russell was never getting hurt. So, he, so there was no opportunities for him. So he just kept hanging. And what he did is he never gave up on himself. He never, let, you know, gave in to the fact, well, I'm a backup and that's all I'm ever going to be or whatever. He just kept believing in himself and, and knowing that when his opportunity arose, he was going to do something with it. And he was stubborn about it, you know. And, and so when it did, he, he look what he did. You know, it's just a remarkable come through, uh, a great statement about perseverance and belief in yourself and, and, and maintaining your confidence, even when everybody else might be doubting it or kicking it around around you. He did not fall to that. And so when it came to him and there's the opportunity, we're competing and battling, he's believing it's going to happen. And then when it did, he's the starter. And it, like it never, he never flinched. You know, it was like, okay, this is what I was counting on. And here we go. And he, and he took over with a great voice to the team, you know, uh, in the leadership role. Um, and it's everything just fell into place for, for his, his season. And so uh, to get to this point, Rich, where we'd sign him now, you know, and, and, and reward him for the great year and, with a contract that really looks towards the future and him, you know, having a big year again and, and all of that. Uh, it, it's just a, it's a great story and he's handled it just so beautifully. That's been the, the great part of it. He's just been so poised and, and on point and, uh, and he's, he's had a, a wit about him that, that's made him, you know, an a, a attention getter and, and all that. It's just really exciting. So, look. And, and, and just to the continuity, how much, uh, where, where do you think there's room for improvement where you think just him, there's no questions. There's no Russ is there week one. There's no question about his abilities or whether he's taken ownership of this team and vice versa. It's just from jump. He's your quarterback, and that's the end of it. That's really that's that's really a great feeling for a club and a franchise. You know, because not everybody gets to feel like that. I mean, he's got areas to improve. You know, he's got to take care of the ball better, and he got knocked. He's had a history of getting the ball knocked out of his hands. We got to do a better job there, and and uh, there's there's plays throughout the season. You know, that he knows he can do better. So we've got an upside to, to reach for, which is always good. And uh, but we do have a real sense of confidence and and, and like you said, continuity. Uh, then we we got to put the other pieces together around it, and and so, uh, but we're we're thrilled to have a quarterback. Pete Carroll here on the Rich Eisen Show, and it's it is great for him, and it's great for you. You do have the fifth overall selection, and and there's so many other conversations surrounding that pick. And prior to the the um, to the signing uh, of Geno, there was conversation in Indianapolis that maybe you do go quarterback at that spot, just take somebody for the long term future. Um, is that still a viable option for you? Do you think? Yeah, yeah well, I think again, this is such a rare opportunity. For, we've been here for thirteen, fourteen years. We've only had one other time when we picked in, in you know, in the top ten. Uh, and, and so that now that we see it, and after you know, kind of in a frustrating fashion, you know, you sit down there in the in the twenties or, or lower, and, and you just don't have a shot at guys like this. So uh, now that we do. Um, it's certainly uh, top of mind, and we're we're going to really watch how this happens. It's not going to take long, you know. <laughs> Soon it'll be on us. So, um, but we'll we'll see what happens. And there's some great choices, and we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but that's definitely in a consideration. Well, one guy that we know you spoke to because he he mentioned it to us the other day was Anthony Richardson, and he said. By, by the way, I, I asked him over and over and over again who he met with and who he spoke to. There's only one. There's only one team where he stopped, and he said that the coach left him uh, starstruck. By the way, I'm not just saying because it's you here, but it, it was you. 
Uh, you saved all those. I know it's know. true. He did. My guys here can 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 absolutely attest. He's like, oh God, that's 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 coach. I've seen him on TV, um, and he he enjoyed meeting you. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, what your thoughts were meeting somebody who's six four two forty four who jumps and ran like him, and he's not a linebacker. He actually plays the quarterback position. Yeah, well, that was Dude. it. Was a couple nights before he had done all that. that you know, that, that really just you know made a big splash on on the, the big combine scene. Uh, but it was great to see him come through like that. I mean, that's that's the most athletic, productive quarterback I think ever. You know, in terms of his numbers and all that. Uh, he was a really good kid to talk to. We had a lot of fun doing it and all that. Unlike unlike I heard that I also got critiqued by uh, by uh, one of the guys from last year. You know, Sauce. Sauce Gardner, yeah. man. He, he said he said I was too close to him. I don't know what he's talking. He did. He said you were a close talker. Is what he said. Well, I don't know. Got, I don't. You, I've never got, been across the table. I don't know what he's talking about. I, mean, I took the shirt <laughs> off one time. I mean, I've done some stuff. I don't know what he's talking about. You know. That's what he said. Anyway, so we had some fun with that. Right. Okay. But anyway, I was it, it, yeah. He was a real impressed. The quarterbacks were really impressive. Man, they these guys are so well prepared and and they're just it's amazed me. And when each guy walked out of the room, they, they, how far they have come, you know, with their awareness and their their presentation and their depth of knowledge of the game and stuff. It's just that's why these guys are so special and they're, and they're playing so early in, in their careers now as they get to the league. And what about uh, uh, the rest of the? Um prospect class that you saw interviewed which would you identify as the deepest for the upcoming draft oh Pete? i don't know about that there was um uh i guess that, you know i was really impressed with the tight end group you know there was a bunch of guys that ran well looked good right that was a really consistent group the running backs looked really good uh dbs was a good group um those are the ones that kind of jumped out but um, we're still sorting it all out. You know, I can't, I can't call it yet. No, I hear you. I'm just wondering if there was something where you, you turned to, you know, John or anybody else you're around to go, wow, this guy, this particular group is really looking good. Oh yeah. You know, we, that, that did come out. That, that came out like the groups I talked about. You right. Know, there were some, some really nice, nice presentations from the guys. And these the guys are so well prepared. I don't know this NIL stuff or getting them ready for prime time. I don't know what it is, but they really seem mature and and poised for the moment now we the guys we selected to talk to were really guys we you know that we like and and all that and but they represented in a a really marvelous fashion Pete carroll here on the rich eisen show a few more minutes left with uh, the most tenured coach in the nfc now 14 years now uh in the nfl with just uh, the seattle seahawks here on the rich eisen show how would you rate last year for you coach Uh, we we almost got there you know we we almost got we, we let games get away right in the middle of the schedule that that uh um, you know, any one of them, we t- we turn it, it makes a difference. And uh, you know, we didn't play well enough against San Francisco. They they had a terrific season. We had we were in striking distance even in the playoffs. You know, and going into the fourth quarter, we're we're there with it, and, and we just didn't quite get over the hump. Um, we, we got we got a lot of areas we got to be better. You know, we just got to get better. And uh, if we do that, then we'll make a we'll make a run and make some noise in this division again. But uh, would you label it a success? Yeah, coach. It, it feels it feels positive. Uh, the response from you know from ownership on across the board. Your people were didn't have expectations like I have, you know, and and so um, I feel the response to it was was very favorable. Um, we surprised some people and all that. Gino's story was a gorgeous story, and uh, but um, I you know I can't call it like oh we really had a big year. I don't think that we we needed to do better. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, you uh, again. I know you. We've established that you don't listen to the media conversation and buzz, but there there was hardly any expectations for your team. I mean, Russ gone, Gino in, Bobby Wagner gone. Uh, a bunch of new guys in, uh, along with some, you know, stalwarts like Lockett and 
and Metcalf, who you re-signed, but there was hardly any any expectation. You make the playoffs, and now you hold a, a fifth overall selection based on the trade that you did make. I mean, that's... yeah. Well, it, it's been it's been an exciting season, though. There, there's no question, you know, and and you know, come out and beat Denver right out of the shoots and get rolling, and 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 then Geno starts to emerge and he's going, and and things were kind of coming together. You know, there were, there was a lot of positives. Knowing all the time, all the time going through the season that we had this draft coming up too, you know, with with, with numbers that we haven't had, um, that's been a real positive. It's it's, it's maintained a, an outlook that something good's going to happen here, you know. And so uh, we're, we're building on. We had a really productive draft class last year from last year's selections, and the guys played a ton. And, and we got, you know, the the tackles start for the first time, you know, and 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 we get Tariq. Woolen has a great year, and then Kenny, Kenny Walker has a fantastic uh, rookie season. So we, we got a lot of play out of our guys, and, and that, that I think is a big part of the momentum going into this draft in this offseason as well. And, and we got to do great in, in free agency, too. That's, that's a big time for us that's coming up here in a few days, you know, so we're, we're competing on, on all phases. And then, of course, you know, uh, uh, do you envision long-term future? Uh, Russ coming back to Seattle, waving at the crowd. You're there, and just ever the family comes back together at some point. Legion of Boom, the whole business. Again, I know you're in the here and now, and you're talking about the future, but so much water does appear to be under the bridge. Do you envision that in the future, Pete Carroll? Do you think? Uh, you know, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna continue doing what we do in, in the sense of. You know, looking after our players and, and really, you know, trying to make this a very relationship-based uh, franchise. You know, and learn about our guys and, and, and keep developing new, new characters and new faces and new stars and all of that. That that's totally in our future. You know, and and uh, the guys that will be elevating. I mean, just talking about the guys in this draft class. You know, will be mm-hmm. storylines. Uh, but there's also storylines like who, who knows when you know when uh, Bruce comes back and plays plays a, a heck of a season for us. You know there aren't those kinds of storylines too that will be added to it. So I I think we've, we've got a we've got a franchise rolling here that's got a lot of history and we've got a lot of substance and we've got a culture to us that we're excited about and we we know can go places and so the stories are yet to be written and here, here's Gino's new story you know and and. Uh, and maybe it's Ken Walker's, you know, and and and, and we'll, we'll see we'll see how this goes. Uh, but it's, there's a lot of positive, a lot of looking to the future in a similar fashion as we have in the past. We've always expected to do big things. Pete, uh, great to have you on here, and it was great to see you during the season two. Uh, I know the result wasn't what you wanted in Munich, in Germany, but I will never forget calling that game, being around your team, and obviously the Bucks, and then in that stadium that. That's that's a career highlight for me, man. I will never forget yeah, I, that. Scene. I, I'm glad I'm glad I'm talking about that. I, I really thought so too. I, I thought that was a really uh, extraordinary experience for the you know in the NFL circuit, you know, because it was like a bowl game, you know, yeah, like in college, and and they were so up for it, and and uh, they received us so well. I mean, the the, the, the just their populace was was there, and they liked this, and we had fun with it, and and. Uh, you know, Tom had a big game. Unfortunately, you know, he had to do it, make the most of it, and uh, we didn't. So I'm I'm pissed about that. But right. it was really, uh, it was a beautiful experience, and and uh, I wouldn't mind doing that again. I don't know what other countries are like uh, necessarily. We went to London, and it was fine, but this one was even more so, and uh, because of their interest and their their love for the game, it, it just surprised us all. I think. Yeah, and I, and I didn't know the Germans knew Neil Diamond like that either. Yeah, wasn't that something? I mean... <laughs> That was really wild the whole the whole time. Um, thanks again for the time. Always appreciate you calling into the show. Um, have a good draft, and uh, we'll speak to you down the road. Thanks again. Got it.
Take care, Rich. Right back Thank at you. you. That's Pete Carroll, head coach, Seattle Seahawks, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. There you go. I said something to Mike during that interview, Rich. How do you not love yeah, Pete Carroll? He's amazing. You know, man, um, he, um, he, uh, um, he gets it. Players love him, too, and they, they totally respond to his personality and, and essence and clearly, you know, the relationship between he and Russ. That's why I asked him, does he ever think they'd come together again? But as for the here and now, fifth overall pick, don't discount. Like, by the way, and if I'm Pete, I am absolutely saying that, and then I can go to Gino and say, don't worry about it or not. Good. Right. But the message Pete is sending and the Seahawks are sending by sitting there at fifth overall, like, hey, it's so rare for us to be picking up here. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the last time he said was top ten, was that Earl Thomas? Is that their first? I don't, I don't know if Earl Thomas might have been just outside of it. It might have been like uh, the 12th overall pick. His first draft. Stand by. You know? His first draft may have been that. Right Let's that see, year. Yeah, 2012, they were 15. That yeah. was Bruce Irvin. At any rate, him saying that they hadn't picked that high up. 2010, look at the 2010 draft. That's when when he, uh, and by the way, Bruce, that's the re- reference he made. Yeah, 2010, Bruce. there was six. That was Russell Okun. Okun, there you go. Yeah. And he's like, okay, it's so rare for us to be up here, so we're going to take a look at these guys. And have to. They meet meet with Anthony Richardson, who says to him, "Hey, I'm starstruck." <laughs> and um, and there's no rush to start him. One way to let everyone know who loves Anthony Richardson: you want him, you better come to five. Yeah. You want him, you better come to five because he's gone at five. If we if you let him choose, if you let us choose him, we're going to take him. And if they're willing to just stick with Gino and not choose that high, or they figure they're going to be around 20 again, or if it's better for them, which it is worse. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Let's take a break. Phone calls. Everybody, we're going to empty the phone bank. That's still to come. And the uh, Clippers owner lets everybody know their number one <laughs> or two. That's <laughs> a in many different ways. Larry OB! That's coming up. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, 
just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's hit to the phone lines right now. Ben in New York, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Ben? Rich, Rich, I love you. I love the show, and that's why I'm calling. I'm concerned about you, Rich. Uh Oh, okay. You know, know, we've all watched in the last 48 hours your Walter White-like evolution on Rodgers to the Jets. I mean, it's been scary. I've broken bad? Is what you're saying? I've broken (laughs) bad? What are you talking about? All I'm saying is watching the live show of you going, oh, he's on the jet with Woody. It's great. It was painful. It was. I'm scared. And now my big fear is when they acquire him, you're going to be stuck in high registry forever. What do you mean? Oh. I mean, you're never going to not be able to talk without going into the high registry. You're going to always have to be up high. Like, it's okay. Everything's great. <laughs> Sauce said that it's going to work out. Did you hear what Sauce said about the question? Don't worry about it. It's going to be constant. I don't think you're going to be able to get one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Ben. Wow. Ben. Wow. Ben. Ben. I'm Rack him. Ben. I mean, um, until they start, what, racking up wins? Then then at what point do I go lower register? What Super, point? Super Bowl parade. Stop it. Yeah, I think I think it's at least the Super Bowl or, 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 the, or the Pro Bowl week before the Super Bowl. So what is the, the conversation in New York about it? What's going I mean, on there? I think the conversation is that – he has to come because it's going to be great media coverage and it's going to be amazing in terms of the back pages. So who wouldn't want him to come? I mean, it's a two year rental and let's move on. Yeah. The greatest bridge quarterback in the history of bridge quarterbacks, right? Exactly. But Unless he wants- I don't want him to come because if he comes here, then I'm going to lose you and you're, you're going to go to the dark side. You're already there. So I don't <laughs> think I want him to come. So you don't want, so are you, a, I'm trying to determine, uh, uh, are you a Jet fan or you're not a Jet fan? You no, are? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Washington Commanders fan. Oh, uh, let me turn the tables on you, Ben. Do you want, do you want Lamar? Why don't you, why doesn't your team want Lamar? No. We don't want Lamar what? because we we like what we have in our quarterback. Oh. The only way to win, Rich, as you know, as the king of the NFL, is with a cheap quarterback who turns into gold. Oh. And that is not Lamar. And I think the commanders might do the smart thing here for once and not do anything and, and just hold where they are. So, hold. if I may, just to flip the table completely, hold. Hold. Uh, maybe – Maybe Sam's not going to be too bad at quarterback, right? Rich, every right? time I talk about Sam, Maybe Howell's not going to be bad. Yeah, sure, right? Have you seen that throw he had in the last game? Ben in New York. Ben in New York, everybody. Ben in New York. Great job, brother. Well done. And I said that regular register. Call back. Thank you, Sam. There you go. Ben. Walter White. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm... I'm 
Um, Heisenberg talking about Aaron Rodgers. Have you been looking at campers recently? No, at this point, it's got to happen now. Now it's got to happen. You fly all the way out to California uh, yeah. and you don't come home oh, with him? Yeah, you got it. Meaning would, what? Meaning what? Whatever he told, whatever he heard wasn't convincing enough for him to accept sixty million or whatever he's making? Or, Rich, maybe he said something that made your Jets people go, uh Well yeah. We never know. Well, the minute that this is now, they they have got to be deep in negotiations right now. The fact that I haven't heard back from Robert Sala, I, the fact that I haven't heard anything. That's disrespectful. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. Sure it's, it's, it's too high level to have hijinks. Yeah. You I shouldn't have sent them, but I sent them. Like, hey, I heard you're there. Can I buy you? Know, like, it's too high level. It's too high stakes for hijinks. How much did that bother you on that, that text? That it didn't. Oh, okay. No. Didn't at all. Then at all. all right. I kind of felt stupid sending it because this is a man's <laughs> so lie. Did you serious? No. I felt it bothered that I did it. I shouldn't have done it. You guys, you guys sometimes make me do things that I shouldn't oh, do. No, 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 Brockman, now you can Brockman. do that. We're we asking. went from te- FaceTiming Hello. Joe to him like texting Rob. I was, and I remember I asked him, like, are you sure you're typing right. this right now? I couldn't believe he was typing it out. There's his number. Hey, Joe. Hey. I'm not doing this again. No, 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 no. I'm asking you. No. Hey, Joe, you're what your man. That's your man's in them. Your boyhood hero. Yeah. Hey, Joe Willie. First of all, you have to text him in his voice, right? Yeah, that's mandatory. By the way, I just said I felt stupid. I'm going to feel stupid tonight. No, you're not. Look, how many of us can legitimately text our childhood heroes, Chris? I can't text Dr. J. How are you? Can you you text Big Poppy? No. Want to come on my show You can't text Quincy Jones? That's right. So I could tweet at him, but that's it. That's it. What what if Joe's on the plane? What if Joe's out here? Joe is with them. What if Joe's in El Segundo? Maybe he's like, Joe's Rich with him. Hey, Rogers, by. take hey, my jersey. I'm the closer. Hey, <laughs> you can have my 12. Hitting Rodeo for a couple fur Hey, coats. Joe Willie, it's Rich Eisen. How are you? Want to come on my show tomorrow and talk about Rogers and the Jets? I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Hope you're well. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this again. Oh. <laughs> Block caller. Rich, you miss 100% of the shots He's dead you on. don't take. I'm going to say this too. Much love. All right, I'm going to hit send. Hit it. Do it. Happy birthday. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. What is his birthday? No, he's saying you happy birthday. You're your family. Hit it. All right, come on. send. Yeah. Oh, we got him. How did I get to this? Oh, look at that. He's still got that coat in storage. He's got that whole fit. And from, it would still fit him. Hey, G- hey right? Rich, I heard some guy from New York called you Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Think, Why would he? I think Joe's a breaking hey, guy. All right. Uh, uh, Ken, Ken in Los Angeles. The great Ken Tulo, longtime yeah. Rich Eisen show producer. Tulo! Tulo. What's up, Ken? Gentlemen, how you doing? What's happening, Ken? Kenny. Kenny T. Hey, Go for it. I know so what you Rich, want to do. I haven't, Go for it. I haven't called into a sports talk show since I was 10 years old. <laughs> I, I had a call in today. Did you, call in, did, you, did, you, did you schmooze overnight with Steve Summers? Is that what you're saying, Ken? Did you do that once in the fan? No, some local New Haven station. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Go for it. Kenny. What do you got? 
But no, I just had a call in today. Just having worked on the show, you know, a good chunk of years. Yep. I was able to observe Christopher Brockman pretty up close. <laughs> and I've noticed over the years that whenever New York sports teams are doing well, Chris starts chugging Haterade in large amounts. Oh. And I think this deep hatred is blinding him to the reality of the situation with Daniel Jones right now. Because the G-men are on the upswing. And Danny Dimes is Eli Manning 2.0 with speed. Ooh. And I think Chris is dreading that. Mm. And I don't think I don't think Chris has ever gotten over the Giants beating the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. I'm not. I'm just, That's I'm just saying. By the way, this is very, I think, appropriate and accurate mental dissection mm. of Christopher Brockman, mm. as you referred to him. Mm. Ken, um, he's taking all comers right now. There's some... Somebody in Portland, Oregon offered him a free steak dinner if the Giants do not make the playoffs and win a playoff game next year. Yep. You want to do it? What this do you think? This is a public service announcement to Chris. Chris has got to slow it down a little bit before he gets too many bets, before he gets involved in too many bets here. Well, <laughs> I, don't think this, I don't think that he knows. Uh, by the way, no, that, I think it's, a, it's a, a, a BSA, a Brockman service announcement that he is rejecting. It's not for the public. It's for him. It's for him. And Chris's his argument about Daniel Jones with the low numbers in terms of career touchdown passes and total wins, you guys got to realize that the Giants had the worst offensive line for like the last three years when, he, when he, uh, Daniel Jones' first couple of years. He was running for his life, you know. So, and he's finally got some protection now. They got some good draft picks, you know, and he's starting to drop some dimes here. So, and they're going to get some more guys coming in, get some receivers. So, I, you know, they're on the upswing here. I hate, I hate to tell you, Chris. All right. Do you have anything to say to Ken? Like numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. 12, a 21, 31, and 1 in, as a starter. Uh, Eli 2.0 with speed. Mac Jones is 16 not, and 15 in his career. Tennis. On this a pace tennis. for 11 more wins it's over the first four it's seasons. It's not singles tennis, Chris. It's not singles tennis. Great response, Ken. <laughs> I love it. All right, we miss you, Ken. We miss you. We'll chat, there, we'll chat Ken, soon. We will chat soon, brother. Ken. Thank you. That's Ken Tulo. Yep. Long-time Rich Eisen show producer. Phil in Oklahoma. Let's take your phone call. What's up, Phil? Hey, Rich. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Where you been? Where you been? Shout out uh, Brockman, uh, Mr. Del Tufo, best producer in the biz, and TJ. Got to give you guys a hello shout real quick. Thanks, man. Um, but, so I feel like I'm losing my mind, Rich, and I feel like I'm going back about 16 years because that was the last time that the Jets were in the running for a big first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm -hmm. And he came along, and things looked real good there for about uh, 10 games, and then it kind of went downhill, if you'll remember right. I know that you're a Jets fan as well, long-suffering. So I see we've got two players. We've got a first ballot Hall of Famer, old-timer, twilight of his career, uh, maybe two to five more seasons, depending on his regimen. And then the other, we've got a generational talent, 26 years old, Hall of Famer, or not a Hall of Famer, but has been named MVP before. Uh, it looks like the second coming to Michael Vick. I know he's had injury issues, but I say we pay Lamar and we have a, a, a franchise quarterback on our hands. I just I see flashes of Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and it scares me. So you would give up the 13th overall pick in this year's draft and next year's draft and pay him 200-something million dollars, set the precedence for the league, and 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 be damned you're fine with that that's that's the hard part that's given a lot what about the fact that he hasn't finished the last two years you got a problem with that he hasn't 
but I mean, Victor's ACL when he came back and he lit it up with the Eagles. I mean, after prison time too. So wow. I, I really feel like if we pass on Lamar Jackson, we're going to regret it. Could be that Rodgers comes in two years, does big stuff, but uh, I just I feel like Lamar Jackson deserves to be paid, and I, I don't think there's collusion. I think that's been a, a sort of crazy narrative. But I think Chris Canty had something when he was saying on ESPN that's crazy that no one's really looking at him because I think he's a generational talent, regardless of if he's only uh, started 24 games in the last Thanks for the call, Phil. Call back. First time, long time. Hey. People are <laughs> conflating the fact that he's been franchise tagged, that the Ravens don't want to pay him. You've already heard that they will pay him the, if you will, traditional top of the end market. He might wind up being the highest paid annual quarterback in the league. It's just that they won't guarantee every last penny, just like the Browns did. Hey, and and you want to talk about regretting a contract? How about the Browns paying Deshaun Watson every single penny? You said they're going to have to redo the deal? Is that what you said? Uh, It's possible they could restructure. I thought I read that yesterday. Why would Deshaun Watson do that? Why would he restructure? help, Help the team out. Oh, yeah? Okay. Then why would he... Yeah, this is from uh, Mary Kay Cabot on March 5th. Deshaun Watson open to contract restructure. So, already one year in, the contract is being viewed as unworkable. And he's going to agree. So he'll figure out how to get it all at some point by putting on a credit card down the road so they can mess with the salary cap. Yeah, first graph, uh, Deshaun opened a restructuring over the next week to help the Browns get under the salary cap, clear some space to add quality veterans yeah. via free agency. So he chooses Cleveland over everyone else because they pay him in a certain manner, and it's with one year in already been proven that it, it's unworkable, and so he's going to do them a solid. Yeah, just push it down the line, defer some cash. Probably not hard up for it. Fascinating. Jimmy in San Antonio, always great to chat with Jimmy. How you been, Jimmy? I'm bien. Como estas, hermano? We're great. The answer is better for talking to you. Oh, better for talking to you, Jimmy. That's right. My bad. say that in Spanish? Hey, man. Uh, Brockman, we got uh, Mbappe and Messi Champions League on now, so keep an eye on that one. Let's go. And then what are the Browns going to do? Pull off a Bobby Bonilla and all of a sudden Watson's going to get money for years? I have no idea. I have no idea. No. I just would find it funny that they're already talking about restructuring a contract that that Lamar Jackson is demanding for himself, allegedly. Did Haslam buy another team or invest in another franchise recently? I have no idea. He did. He did? Good what did he do? Lucky Bucks. Oh, he's the Bucks? Okay. What else? Oh, you, what's on your mind, okay. Jimmy? Lamar to Washington. Earlier, you said one time's an outlier to Sean's contract. Yes. Two times is a trend. Past two years of Lamar's season ending is a trend, and I think Cowboys are going to be cool if he goes to the Washington Commanders. What do you think there, TJ? Lamar to the Commanders? Well, he's saying that the Cowboys will be fine because in the same way that I pointed out that one's an outlier, two's a precedence, two years in a row he hasn't finished his season. Well, again, we got to go back to that fact, Rich. We don't know if he could have finished. He just didn't finish. Then why do you want that guy on your team if he's literally doing that? If he's watching his teammates try and battle to make the playoffs and then go to the playoffs, and he's sitting there saying, yeah, I'm not playing because my contract's this. I mean, look, I, I, can't, I can't answer You want that. that guy on your team. Now, that's a different story. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. No. Nobody it's, is. It's bad. It's bad. Lamar's got to prove himself. 
he needs to not do anything except stay with Baltimore, collect his fat paycheck, show that he can finish a season, and then address stuff. He's trying to do stuff that he can't provide or prove that he can do. Well, what he should do is if he does find that there is no market for him, he shouldn't play for $32 million. He should go to Baltimore and say, let's talk Turkey in a different manner, come off of his stance about all full guaranteed, swallow or that pride, he- and, 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 and make a killing and, and get it done uh, – and get it done with a long-term contract that gives him a little bit more certainty, his team a little bit so, more ac- uh, salary cap-wise, and go to work. Or unless he's just like on the principle well, of it, refuse to do it. And the interesting thing, so too, what, is Joe Banner pointed out he's young enough to, if he signs this contract, he's going to make every penny. He'll hit so pretty much everything. Here's what I, here's what I hear you saying. He yeah. needs to hire Daniel Jones' agent. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jimmy. I mean, Daniel Jones' agent... They deserve an award, don't you yeah, think? I mean, whatever there, whatever it is. You know, it's just all this Lamar talk. We got to remember something. Lamar Jackson wins football games, man. He's forty-five and sixteen. That's his. We talk about these quarterback wins and losses in the bottom line. The bottom line is, but you also, he wins football. Well, games. you just heard Ken Tulo say it's not singles tennis. So there's a, a a team that they surrounded him with and a coaching staff that's nurtured. Don't forget, they draft him. It was Flacco's team. Middle of the season, they bench Flacco, come back with a whole different playbook that clearly Flacco wasn't running. Yep. They've changed everything for him. So what are you saying? Those wins don't... I'm no, what I'm saying is that it's one of those things he should look around and say, I'm in a pretty good spot. Oh. Unless, but the spot won't pay me in the same way that Cleveland's Unless he feels like Rashad guy. Bateman's tweet before it got deleted. That'd be, that so, could be like it, too. Said, there's so much stuff we Well, don't they changed really the know. OC. Yeah, new yeah. OC. Changed in. the OC. Yeah. Georgia guy. They got Stetson Bennett's OC. Well, they got a team that's produced a lot of good running backs in the NFL the last few years. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. When we come back, uh, uh, soundbite of the year. Soundbite of the year. <laughs> Hands down, soundbite of the year. And it's just March. And it's just March. <laughs> I mean, we got a new clubhouse leader for soundbite of the year. <laughs> Period. End of story. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. So uh, at NFL Network, uh, our, our new facility is not so new anymore, across the street from SoFi Stadium, and down the street 
from the, I guess, revamped, refurbished Forum. The yes. Great Western Forum is now a, a, like a, a little concert. theater, like, concert. like a concert yep. theater, Basketball. right? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and, and to add to the, the YouTube theater that's part of... Beautiful. Beautiful YouTube theater. That's right part of so right. Part, part of, it's so kind high. of a, in the basement of SoFi in a way. Yeah. It's part of SoFi. Incredible, incredible facilities in in the uh, Inglewood area. As the the mayor of Inglewood likes to say, "City of Champions." City of Champions. Yes. Refers to Inglewood, California. <laughs> Add, however, to that mix, the future home of the Los Angeles Clippers, just down the street. I mean, every time I drive Baby. from here to the NFL Network, it's a very short ride. From here in our El Segundo Hacienda, as you refer to it in a yes. hashtag on our Instagram feeds, TJ. Yes, indeed. Uh, to get to uh, uh, the city of champions, real quick, you drive uh, off the 105 freeway. Fans of uh, the film Speed will know it. <laughs> they used it when it was being built, the 105 freeway. And uh, don't worry, I go the, the limit. And, and, and you get off and you go north. And you pass the future home of the Los Angeles Clippers. And it's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, it's called what? Oracle Arena. It's it, opening up next. Into it. Into it? Into, so what is, yeah, into, into it. it. Okay, yeah. Oracle's a different. Oracle's the into it. Yeah. My into bad. It, Sorry, Clippers. Old, old war. Into it. And uh, it, does it open up next season? In time for next 24, season? 24. Right? Yeah. 24. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not this Look next season, but yeah. the season. Yeah. 24, 25. They're building 25. it. And yesterday, to make the necessary announcements, to let everyone know it's coming, Los Angeles Clippers governor, Steve Ballmer, Ballmer. known for a couple things. One, insanely wealthy. (laughs) Yeah, got a lot of quan. Insanely wealthy. Number 10 in the world. Number 10 in the world. Insanely wealthy. The world. And he goes way back. Being a total lunatic. That's the oh, other thing. Yeah. Total lunatic. Goes way back. All you got to do is see that the, uh, what, the, the, the Microsoft, yeah, it was like I guess, a, up front or whatever it was. It was like. And, and, and him and, and um, you can't play the song. Don't play hold the song. I got the, the one drop we got from him. Well, hold on. And, oh, and, and no, the, the uh, with him and Gates. Gates. A bunch of other people. Getting out who there were... at the white man's overbite to celebrate Windows 02 or whatever. Windows it was 95. Out. Windows 95. A bunch of other guys who have bees after the when you When you're up on the stage with Bill Gates introducing Windows like, 95, ah, 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 going crazy, <laughs> he brought that same energy. I know, I know. He brought that same energy for Toilets 23. Oh. What do I mean by that? Here is the man's. Speech to the gathered throng, <laughs> wearing a hard hat, Safety talking first. about some of the benefits to the new Intuit Arena. Hit it. Toilets, 1160 toilets and urinals, three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals. We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. There you go. Love it. Wow. Love it. Now, we've previously thought it was only about the uh, the Lawrence. From now on. Oh, Brian it's Trophy. all about the Larry O.P. But not in this situation. <laughs> That's if you're number one. Yeah. But what if you're, you're not. You're up, if you're wondering about one or two. Toilets. Toilets. 
<laughs> so new Rich Eisen show dropped simply <laughs> the 10th richest man of the world. Toilets! Screaming the word toilets. Very important. That's our new drop. Brilliant! Couldn't be more proud of it. Wow. Toilets! And you guys were wondering, wow. when I came in today, I'm like, we got a new drop. I'm like, what? What is it? Just one word. Toilet! That's it. And you're like, when are we going to use it? Does it matter? Toilet! Wow. It's just funny. I don't know when we're going to use it, <laughs> but I think it's going to be appropriate. Never say never, but <laughs> never. Toilet! All righty. There's something about really rich people in toilets. You ever see that, that show, My Lottery Dream Home? <laughs> No. Comes on. There's a guy who is like, you know, they, this guy takes lottery winners and he helps them find their dream home. And I remember this episode. So people on the, the show yeah, they win, win the lottery. lottery. And whatever they like, now have disposable income million, up the yin and the yang. Yeah, so, so now much. they want to buy a new house. So this guy, okay. David Brum, Broomstad, he comes, he helps them find different houses. And there was one episode where this guy won, I think, like $5 million, And the only thing he cared about were the amount of toilets in his house. He goes, well, got to have toilets. He goes, David, I just want toilets. Well, I Rich mean. Which people love their toilets. When the whole conversation came up. About Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. birthday party, <laughs> right? This past year, like easily the the dumbest story of the football <laughs> season was Russell Wilson threw a party on, I guess, a Monday or uh, Tuesday night or whatever, and only half the team showed as a sign of his lack of popularity, right? I and have, and, I have and five and, people and, at my birthday. And anybody <laughs> in the know knows if you have a party on a Tuesday night, it doesn't matter how famous you are. Next day, it's rough it's a business it's like you're going to work so some people aren't showing and it really wasn't that in much of an indication of his popularity we don't think but the one thing that chris brockman wanted to know Toilets. That's it. That's all we want to know about how many toilets his house has. Four bedrooms, twelve baths. And you th- and Which and then you also same. pointed out like anybody who went to the party and really didn't like Russ would be to seek out his toilet. Toilets. And <laughs> maybe go yeah, maybe do some stuff. I know. Yeah. Drop a deuce. Oh, you know, now, see, TJ. now we're 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 doing our best here to <laughs> kind of keep it above board. I guess our brands of comedy are different, you know. I didn't so, at any rate, <laughs> hey, Clipper fan, feeling you. Oh. You gotta go. Go to a Clipper game, <laughs> right? Because there are plenty of points for you. Yes. Did you want to go to the game? No, I just had to pee. We got really a few bad. minutes. TJ doesn't like to um, play road games. Okay. Pick up no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Now, TJ, will you feel comfortable <laughs> yeah. enough if you do go stop. down the street? Heck no. No, make- but hold on a second. More no. importantly, more importantly, you said that there that at the seats there are joysticks at each this seat. This is kind of what he was saying. He wants to have some really interactive fan experience. Said he might put some joysticks or some buttons in seats to have maybe they're playing games and you can i don't know i'm just going to be interested let me to ask see. you a question chris if you are so fortunate to take cage brockman at age five <laughs> there ain't no to a seat with a joystick would you sign a waiver that puts you on the hook for breaking that joystick like or would I, you like move I have seat? to pay for it yeah, it's yeah absolutely not how fast would your child break a joystick immediately at a game? ruin it <laughs> Pretty much. Talk to Bomber about that, man. Honestly. Pretty much. You cannot have kids in those seats with buttons or whatever. No. Maybe it's not every seat. Maybe I'd wipe that seat down in two seconds. People with kids out there familiar with magnet tiles, right? Yeah. You play magnet tiles, I build a nice house or a car, immediately he smashes it. I mean, he's Godzilla. Children are Godzilla.
when it comes to breakable things. <laughs> that Always. is true. That is Just true. Let me enjoy the house I built. So, bro. I mean, good idea and concept. I guess we got to see what it, how it turns <laughs> out. <though>. You know. <laughs> Toilet. Will you <laughs> take a trip to the toilet, TJ? No, oh, definitely. In oh. a stadium? I don't want to no. know this. No. No. Now, no. I won't even do that. Now I must end this discussion. That's insane, Richard. On behalf on that one. of all of our viewers <laughs> and listeners. Never. I must hit the never button on never, the seat. Never. I must hit the button on the seat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is it a bidet? And it's over. Stop. Toilet. Right. In Europe, they're heated. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that's, that's a amazing. legitimate question. Is there a bidet in there? So next time the Clippers play game seven, you got to hit this button. You never know. There you go. And, so and Mike, if the Clippers lose in the first is. round, world's richest man talking about toilets. That's how we wrap up this show. Toilets. <laughs>